Abandon all prejudices, all ye who enter here. Park your paradigms, perk up your ears, and open your mind as we now shine the laser light of reason on the topic of the Supreme Court abortion leak. Why now? Hello, I'm David Bolton, and welcome to my podcast channel, dedicated to helping people think more clearly, make sounder judgments, avoid superficiality, and above all, to unceasingly question instead of naively accepting what others want us to believe, for this is the path of Socrates. Calling Michelangelo, are you there? I sure am, David. How are you doing this evening? Oh, that's good to hear. Thought you might have <coughs> died of COVID. <laughs> I know you couldn't no. die of the vaccines because you're no fool and have no, gotten them. No. Okay. I'm waiting for the new variants from South Africa to show up so I can ignore those as much as I've Oh, yeah. Isn't else. it fun to ignore these things and yeah. to come out of it alive and kicking and just laugh at all those fools? But we won't get into that too much, Dave. We have a topic that's more uh, relevant Certainly. to these days. And what is it, yeah. Michelangelo? Well, um, in perusing the, the headlines the last couple of days, it seems that the U.S. Supreme Court was on the verge of issuing a, a decision about the, um, the very famous Roe versus Wade um, abortion legislation from the 70s, I guess. 73, um, as I recall. Yeah. 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 And uh, somebody leaked that decision to the press and to the public. And there's a huge... Uh, backlash and and reaction um not that I, that i'm entirely aware of what what the details of that are but i have seen that there's certainly it seems as if the uh, the democrats are going out of their ever loving minds of course i know from my my former days <clears throat> as a a nominal democrat that this was always a very important issue for them and so yes. clearly the fact that it's about to be overturned is significant and also from the standpoint of, of a violation of an essential uh, aspect of confidentiality regarding the workings of government the fact that someone took it upon themselves to leak this decision uh is of the also, supreme court secret the uh, yeah. wow yeah is uh troublesome to say the least or, or at least surprising if nothing else yeah, well, to add to the first part you said, yeah, Democrats, what I saw, some cities have actually had violence in the cities because of this. Oh, wow. Now, who's yeah. instigating that really? And, and, you know, and then they criticized January 6th. I'll yeah. bet there's been more damage in those cities than there was at the Capitol on January 6th, but Democrats don't seem to care about that now, do they? So on the one no, hand, some no, are frankly no. calling for violence, and it just they're just totally up in arms. But on the other hand, the Republicans say, hey – this isn't something that should be leaked ever, no matter how this is. Like, in my entire life, maybe there was some case like that. I don't remember a single case, though, where something from the Supreme Court, when they were still talking about it internally, secretly, it's top secret, that something like that was leaked. So the question is, who leaked this? I don't think it's some a conservative judge. It would not be in there. In, it's probably some liberal judge. Anybody who leaked this deserves to be in federal prison immediately. If it's a judge, he or she should be taken off the Supreme Court and you know put on trial. If it was some kind of uh, secretary of theirs, immediately arrest them. I mean, this is absolutely, you can't have the Supreme Court deliberating behind the scenes talking about these issues and, the whole, and it being then in the New York Times. I mean, no matter which way, the direct, uh, which direction the decision is going to be, you can't have this. And that the Democrats don't seem to care about that, do they? No, they they say, oh, well, no, it's good. They leak. Now we can go out and create violence. I mean, this says who they are, actually. I mean, 
or am I missing something here? It's just so plain, so plain and obvious. Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you, uh, isn't it interesting that something like this happens right now? Okay, because I always say, no matter what appears in the news, and I've said this for well over a year, no matter what appears in the news, don't think first and foremost about what that piece of news is. Think about the effect that it has. You people out there listening to this, and I hope your numbers grow, because <laughs> we sure need you, because you can influence then others. You can help others to see things clearly. Always ask yourself, first and foremost, what effect does this have? Now, in this case, this leak from the Supreme Court, what effect does it have? Democrats up in arms, yelling and screaming like maniacs and even some advocating violence, or at least not criticizing the violence. That's the effect that it has. Why would it be in their interest to have that right now? That's the question. Why now? I would it be in the interest of who? Sorry. Well, of those who. Well, the, okay. What's the big effect now? You have the right saying they're the ones mainly saying, "Hey, this shouldn't have been. Nothing should be leaked from the Supreme Court," because the right they believe more in the Constitution, right? I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say right. Most of these people are centrist. I'll say the left and the center, because a typical Trump supporter is not right wing in the old fashioned way. They are tolerant. They're tolerant towards gays. They're tolerant towards other religions. They are not fanatics. I know a lot of Trump supporters. Some might be religious, but they don't say, "Hey, you should be a. You must be a Christian." They don't say that. They're centrists. They're not right wing, but should we call them left or right? I'll, I'll, this conversation, I'll say left and centrist. The centrists are saying, hey, you cannot have leaks from the Supreme Court. This is, you know, this is a no-no. You must never have this. The left doesn't seem to even care about that, which reveals how much they respect the Constitution and the rule of law and how things should be done. All they care about, oh, they might be taking down Roe versus Wade, but let's face it. By saying Roe versus Wade is no longer in effect, this doesn't uh, ban abortion. This is saying the states can decide. This is what the Constitution was all about. If, if it's a conservative state and most people don't want abortion, then you don't have it there. And just like, for example, property tax, and, or, or excuse me, inheritance tax. In some states, like 10, 15%, and others, it's only 2%. I think in Louisiana, it's practically nothing. Well, okay, the states can decide it. And for abortion, too, it should be the people deciding in the states. So it's not saying we ban abortion for all times in all the country. That's what Roe versus Wade did. They took away the rights of the states to decide. That was embedded in the Constitution. But no, Roe versus Wade said, no, no, you states, you can't decide. We, the centralized government, we're going to decide for everybody. Well, if it were like that, I can understand why the left might get mad. If they said, no, nobody anywhere can have an abortion. But they're not saying that. They're saying the states are going to decide. So why all this violence? And why now? Michelangelo, please help us out. I'm here. not sure. Um, again, we always want to think about these things as just attempting to distract us from something else. Yes. But the question you, is what? I have hit the nail on the head. Well, I'll yeah. tell you what, and I'll tell you in two words, or to say yeah. it better, in one number yeah. and one word. Yeah. This just happens to have occurred. In the same week of, and I'll, this explains everything, the uh, number is 2,000. The word is mules. 
Oh, 2,000 mules. Yes, of 2, course. 2,000 mules. Now, I didn't see it. It's in the theater. Coming in theaters in America, it's already in the theaters. People who say it or saw it yeah. say this practically proves beyond any shadow of a doubt that there was massive election fraud. Yeah. People saw it and said, my God, it couldn't be clearer. The fraud was so tremendously great. Uh, don't you think the Democrats might want to distract from that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll bet they would. So the yeah. Democrats panicking because once I, – I've said – I knew this the day after – I knew it before the election. I knew it because when somebody asked me, do you think Biden could win? I said, if he wins, only because of massive election fraud because I saw his, uh, uh, his campaign speeches. There would be like 12 people there. And with Trump, there are thousands. No candidate yeah. can win. Uh, in the end, afterwards, I saw statistics. Trump had over an average of over 13,000 people at every speech he gave during the campaign 2020. Biden had an average of 38. I don't mean 3,800. I mean 38. <laughs> I mean, I saw some of those photos. So, yeah, I know exactly what uh, yeah, you're one, talking Yeah, well, one out of Fox News. <laughs> CNN put it, oh, you see the face of Biden speaking. Fox News had the camera back further. You see 12 people there. Another time, yeah, there yeah. was uh, 29 people there. We had an average. He did on average better than that. He had 38 people. And Trump had over 13,000 average in his speeches. And if anybody yeah. wants to tell me that a candidate with an average of 38 people's speeches is going to win presidency and not only win, but win by a record amount, by more, many more votes than anybody in history, that person is a liar or an idiot. And there are many liars and many idiots around. A person like that cannot win an election. Uh, the probability that you know, a, 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 an ex-Harvard statistician calculated, taking everything into account that he could find, the probability that Biden won fair and square, that election, is one in one quadrillion. Let's see. How many zeros does a million have? That's six, right? A billion has yeah. uh, nine. Yeah. A trillion has uh, 12, 12. And a quadrillion has 15 zeros. Yeah. For you out there, if you want to know what one in a quadrillion means, uh, let me tell you, imagine a piece of land that's about one and a half miles by one and a half miles. That's a good chunk of land. Who wouldn't like to own that? Right? One and a half miles square, right? Okay. You go out there, you take one pin with a little pinhead and you put it in one millimeter. You know how little a millimeter is, right? A small fraction of an inch. You put it in one place, any place in that piece of land, one and a half by one and a half miles. Right. And then you say to a friend of yours, you leave your land and you say, would you let me give you a thousand bucks? Yeah. OK. You walk around in that square of land. There's no houses there nothing. And it's ordered by friends uh, by fence. And you walk around there with a blindfold on at one point. Only you get one chance. You get down the ground. You put your finger on one little millimeter of land. And if you can find my pin, you win the money. You think about this. A piece of land, one and a half miles by one and a half miles, and there's one little pin there, and you have one guess to just walk along and put your finger in one place. What's the probability you're going to get? You're going to put your finger exactly on that pinhead. It's one in a quadrillion. That's the probability that Biden won the election fair and square. And if anybody believes that happens, then I say to them, try to walk through your wall tonight. And you say, what am I crazy? <laughs> well, I read in a physics book some 20 years ago. It is possible for a human being to walk through a wall and not be injured and not destroy the wall. How? Well, because we contain trillions and trillions of atoms. If our, we know an atom is mostly space, 
it's the hard, you know, the nucleus, but then it's mostly space out there, right? If yep. if the atom, if the nucleus is say, I don't know, square inch, the electrons are there many, I don't know, a hundred hundred yards away, right? It's really less space. So if you can walk through the wall in a way where all the nuclei of your atoms are passing through the spaces of the atoms' wall, you can pass through that wall, and you won't be injured, and the wall won't be won't be damaged. However, that physicist that wrote that book said. But don't try it at home because the probability, I believe, is one in two or three trillion. In other words, you can do this every second of your entire life and you're going to bump your head every single time until the wall is destroyed when you wear it down. <laughs> right? Now, we're talking about one in two trillion compared to a quadrillion. A quadrillion is 1,000 times a trillion. So the probability that Biden won fair and square is even less probable than that. So if you believe that Biden won fair and square, then why don't you try walking through your wall tonight from your living room to your bedroom and see what happens? Fool. <laughs> is that plain enough? Have I given it to people straightforwardly, Michelangelo? Have I made that plain enough, even I scientifically? The, Are you laughing with not. me or at me, Michelangelo? <laughs> I can never be sure, and I, w I don't hold it against you for laugh at me. Humor is good. No, no, I'm not, laugh. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. No, I think you've, you've made it uh, unambiguously clear uh, how... Uh, Oh, minuscule the probability. <laughs> yes. So Biden <laughs> did not win the presidency. There's massive election fraud. And supposedly this movie, uh, I think it was sponsored or made by Dinesh Souza. Yeah, Dinesh de Souza. Yeah, yeah. yeah. De Souza, yeah, yeah. that's what mm -hmm. you pronounce it. Okay. Portuguese. I, th I think name. so. Yeah, I don't I know how to so, pronounce yeah. Portuguese. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he uh, was behind this movie. But people who say it say, oh, my God, this is I mean, this takes Mike Lindell. It makes him look like an ant. Apparently, this is just so well backed up. The evidence yeah. is so clear and precisely in the week that that comes out, a leak from the Supreme Court that, that gives the leftists an excuse to dominate the media and go out in the streets and have violence to distract from it. So the answer why this is happening is simply 2,000 mules. And in Twitter, I'm putting that. You know, I wasn't active in Twitter. Today, I decided I always hated Twitter because I don't like the format. I decided I'm going to be active in Twitter. And I'm actually putting things out. Somebody said, oh, yeah, why are the Democrats getting so violent as abortion? I put simple answer, 2,000 mules. I put at least 10 different things as an answer. 2,000 mules, look it up. And that's why they're doing this. And I would bet a 1,000 bucks on this. It's not some random leak. No, 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 no. They have to distract. And, I, and let me make a prediction here, looking into my crystal ball. Ha, ha, ha. When the movie Sound of Freedom comes out, you've heard of that, Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. We talked about that. Can you, yeah. Well, tell the people about the movie Sound of Freedom. Uh, in it, um, Jim Caviezel, who, a Hollywood actor who most famously played Jesus Christ in Mel Gibson's movie The Passion of the Christ, um, portrays a gentleman. You know his name. I can't remember his name. Um, Tim who, Ballard, uh, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Ballard? right. Tim Ballard, yeah, who... Uh, is has been going into remote uh, secretive locations and rescuing children from, for want of a better term, indentured servitude or slavery or worse, being being farmed for yeah. their vital essence. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, that, you know, I was astonished when he actually mentioned that key word um, adrenochrome when he was talking to people about yeah. about this. Yeah. You told movie me about that. That was. Whew. Yeah, because that's way down the rabbit hole, and um, you know there certainly seems to be a lot. Well, of tell the people there. what adrenochrome. Tell, tell us. About adrenochrome, this. in my understanding of it, is a derivative of uh, the blood of young children when they are 
frightened to such a degree that their blood becomes saturated with adrenaline. And according to what I understand, and this was actually in a, in a movie called Out of Shadows, which was a, uh, an expose of this deep underbelly of Hollywood. Uh, yeah. They said that it's basically a, a, a drug for these, um, whatever we want to call them, you know, these now, high Is there any scientific global- backing for this in the sense of, I mean, uh, obviously, for example, say you're starving to death. Yeah. And you're, I don't know, you're in the Andes or wherever, and you're starving at that, and you have to take some kind of nourishment, and you have a dead body next to you to drink the blood. Well, blood would yeah. nourish you more than water, I imagine, right? Because of the components. Yeah, yeah, no, sure. And I'm not a doctor or anything, but is, what about this adrenochrome? Has any scientist said, well, yes, it's, it can act as a drug because of it? I haven't seen anything like that. I'd be interested. Yeah, no, I haven't seen anything either. Again, you know, these things are 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 down you know you were talking about the various levels when we were off offline earlier you know this is way down in the levels of the uh of the of the rabbit hole and uh i well yeah but rabbit hole doesn't say it enough because that sounds like a euphemism for conspiracy weird 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 conspiracy theory for most people uh, right they say oh let's not go down the rabbit hole no because that's you know too far out but what gets me about this Jim Caviezel is playing Tim Ballard, who is a real person, who was really yeah, there trying to rescue children. And if he told the producer and told you, yes, they're doing this for adrenochrome, then it takes on – then it's not no longer really such a deep rabbit hole, is it? No, no, no. It, but as I say, it, it, most people, I think, heads would explode if they, if they knew what was going on and they, and they knew about this. I so mean, what I is going on? Because I think we have to put this up plainly because, you know, they're – and at first, I didn't really believe this. I'll tell you, I was wondering, oh, well, this is... And No, I, listen, I understand, yeah. I, mean, I had I certain understand. reasons, for that. we can get that another time, because we are in a propaganda war, and so both sides are going to put out propaganda, and you must demonize the enemy. And what better yeah. way to demonize the enemy than to say he's a satanic, murderous pedophile? I mean, yeah. really. So yeah. I didn't believe this, but now with this movie, with this Tim Ballard, who's a real person, really working to, uh, if these things come out and... Let's face it, it could well be that if you drink certain substances from the body, it would have some kind of a drugging effect, right, Yeah. on people. And then the only question becomes, are there people who, in order to get a high, or in order to even uh, age more slowly, they say can slow down the aging process, are there people who, in order yeah. to age mm-hmm. more slowly, would actually kill children? And that, yes, there are. Yeah. In this world, oh, yes, that. there are. There are people who would murder mil- – and they have, you know, but murder millions yeah. and millions of people. So, yes, there are. So then it's not such a deep rabbit hole. No. Uh, but to get this straight for the people, the entire process would be this because it's so hard to imagine for the average decent person – I don't care if you're right or left or whatever. The average person could never even think of such an atrocity. I have the strange ability of being able to imagine what even the most evil person thinks or the best person – ask me, ask me to explain Gandhi and to a large extent I can or Hitler I can. I don't know what it is, whether it's psychic ability. I can imagine what it's like to think like people from a certain group. And uh, so let me spell it out plainly. What is happening – is that a lot of children are kidnapped. A lot of these children that came in over the border, it was suspicious. They come in like groups of kids, but they weren't even with their parents. It was some young guy. And a lot of these children simply disappear. And what's happening is they're being sold in the human trafficking market that, yes, does exist. And they're being sold to these psychopaths, either pedophiles, they put them in eternal brothels, 
or people that are actually uh, Mike Tyson came out recently and said some of these rich people, I don't know where he got the information, but I've heard it before. They have hunts. And this is going on all throughout history. If you look at history, you know, really rich people, perverts, you'd say, they have some low peasant. They capture a peasant because back in the old days, they can do whatever they wanted. And they have their lands, forest or whatever, you know, huge space. Okay, we'll give you a five minute head start. And then they hunt them like an animal. Yep. yep. Because humans are clever and they, oh, let's see what he comes up with to try to evade us, right? And if yeah. people think today, oh, they wouldn't do that anymore, there are people who would do that and no doubt that are doing that. Because, you know, with human beings, and let this be a guide, whatever is possible is being done. I remember years ago, somebody said, I'm sure scientists, despite Dolly and genetics, I'm sure they're not crossing animals with humans because that's illegal. They wouldn't do that. I said, I guarantee you somewhere there's scientists doing just that. Because it's possible to do. And there's always the scientist that thinks, hey, this is science. Let's see if it's possible. It's like a kid with Lego toys. Let's see if I build them this way. Let's see what happens. You're always going to have such things. And this will also be real. But then we have the phenomenon as well, not just maybe hunting kids. And some have come out and said that. Some that said we're in a situation but managed to escape. They said some kids were being hunted. But there you have some that are being kept in cages or being terrified on purpose and then blood is being drawn so they can get out this adrenochrome and get high on it or whatever. It sounds so weird that, yeah, it sounds like a really strange, ridiculous conspiracy theory. But if Tim Ballard, who really is an agent, who's going to people, if he told that to Jim Caviezel, hey, we have to start taking it seriously. Yeah. Well, that's I was just astonished that Jim Caviezel actually said this to a group of yeah. people. You know, I mean, it was, yeah. I just blew my mind. I With thought, tears in his okay. eyes. How could you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it really, I mean, and, you know, and there certainly are precedents for uh, other, uh, you know, life forms to subsist on blood. So not talking vampires, well. obviously, but yeah. Oh, maybe that's yeah. where the myths of vampires, where they start the legends of vampires. Right? Yeah, yeah, could be. Could maybe be, some yeah. weird aliens that were a bit human-like and they would drink human blood. You know, we never know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but... Um, but with Sound of Freedom, yeah, that's what the movie's about. Interestingly, yeah. it was supposed to come out last April, a year ago. But then yeah. they said, oh, no, there's still a few things to get in order. It'll come out in May. Didn't come out in May. Then, oh, it's going to be in June. Didn't come out in June. Then July, August. Didn't come out. Then in September. It didn't come out. And I knew why it wasn't coming out. And I'll tell you. Practically nobody yep. saw it. Well, Juan O'Savin, you know who he is, commentator. He says, yes. well, and he's connected somehow. Jim, he's a good friend of Jim Caviezel's, etc. He said, well, yeah. because we don't have enough theaters lined up yet because of the COVID thing. And so we have to take more. No, no, it's not that. What it is is this. And I said this from the beginning. They've had like uh, what, what, what they call these premiere showings to, to invited people. Everybody that sees that come, it starts crying. I mean, it is so strong when the things because these things are based on reality. It is so horrendous that people come out of there and they're just devastated. And let me tell you, they are coordinating this with the alliance. And I would bet a thousand bucks on this immediately. It's not because they can't find enough theaters. This movie will come out when we're right before the big change. And it's going to come out like this. I'm looking into my crystal ball here, but you know that I say that as a joke. It's really putting the pieces together. A lot of these people in Hollywood, a lot of people in politics, were involved in this, you know, uh, pedophilia and such things. It's one thing to expose them. I don't know Lindsey Graham. Oh yes, he had sex with a 15-year-old minor. Say, oh, and people say, well, okay, the kid was young, but okay, so he's really gay. You know, what can you do? 
But if they see a movie like this first and then they report that, oh my God, you see what I mean? Hey, In other words, sure. the people that have even had sex with small children, okay, well now we'd say put, throw them in jail. But when people see this movie and then it comes out, or if it comes out and then people see the movie, you know, but more or less in the same time frame, people are going to want to tear these 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 people apart, whether actors or politicians, because that is, imagine, it reminds me of uh, Saving Private Ryan. I saw it in 1998 or whenever I saw it in Spain, right? I went to the theater. I was living in Spain. I had a Spanish girlfriend. And I lived in Germany for 14 years. I have a lot of German friends. But we saw Saving Private Ryan. At the end, we're walking out of the theater. She says, what do you want to do now? I said, I want to go out and kill a few Germans. <laughs> as, as a joke, of course. <laughs> you know what I mean? You see Saving Private Ryan. Your thought is, kill Germans, kill Germans, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, I say yeah. that jokingly, but maybe 20% it was true. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. my God, those Nazis. <laughs> now, of course, I, you know, I'm not crazy and I have German friends. And I know, you know those Nazis aren't there anymore. But let's not bring up Fauci and Klaus Fab in the conversation or I might repeat that sentence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> right? Uh, and so yeah. here the same thing. Now imagine people see this movie where everybody's crying. You know, the, I don't know, the toughest Navy SEAL veteran is crying. And then that same day or in that same week, the news comes out, this politician, yes, he had sex with the child. Can you imagine what the people are going to be feeling? And remember, the masses, like Voltaire said, it's like a big wild animal. It never thinks. It only feels. Well, what are they going to be feeling then? And then how are they going to act? Sneak preview, a little tiny sneak preview. This week, the violence because of the abortion thing. An emotional issue is put out there. And it's just revoking Roe versus Wade. It's not banning abortion, right? It's just that. It's, it's not even a tenth as powerful as the other thing. But then the other side uses it. Oh, yes, violence, violence. Well, just imagine when that happens. When more news comes about pedophiles and then the sound of freedom hits the world. That's why they're putting off the, the general theater premiere of all of this. That's why. First, it's the 2,000 mules. And then it's the sound of freedom. Maybe something in between. I don't know. Let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. I don't know if you agree with my analysis there, but I think you have to agree. It, it kind of no, makes think, sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it makes sense. And um, as, as I said, uh, if I had not seen the movie Out of Shadows, and of course, obviously, I've read a lot of stuff online since, you know, <clears throat> I wouldn't wouldn't be cognizant of this. But as I said, it's, uh, you know, the, I mean, I've seen videos of kids in container ships. I've seen, you know, uh, cages in the desert that some people have said that's what they're there for. I mean... I've seen there's supposedly and you and I you may have debunked this in one of our earlier conversations, but supposedly there's a deep underground network of of tunnels that runs underneath the United States where oh well no that are, no yeah. uh, no no uh, that's no doubt true yeah however some of the things came out yes there are a lot of tunnels under Washington D.C. well no doubt because they're not fools there do you think those politicians want to be taken off, taken out in a big nuclear explosion someday yeah. the Soviets yeah. whatever. No, they built yeah. those tunnels many, well, decades ago, yeah. just in case, because you have to have, you know, continuity of government and you, you can't have everybody die. The Soviets yeah. took that further and you know, modern Russia did too. They have enough uh, tunnels to, to harbor a large percentage of their population. We huh. don't. Oh, we don't. I'm saying that for those fools out there, they're pushing for nuclear war against Putin. Oh, look out there. 
I don't know what percentage of the population, but I know it's a much greater percentage that they can have in underground bunkers. We haven't done that. Now, yes, there are miles and miles and miles of underground facilities. You know, for the elite, definitely. For politicians, definitely. In some cities, for a certain number of people, but we don't have them as, as extensively as Russia does. So they're in a much better position if there's a nuclear war for that reason. They can sound the alarms and everybody in Moscow knows where they should go. It's like World War II with the normal bunkers. The alarm sounds and it, whether you're in Germany, wherever, you know, up, down, outside, down the street to the bunker, right? They can actually do that on a much grander scale than we could. So Americans, we would lose a much greater percentage of people. So be careful, you fools out there pushing for nuclear war against Russia. You have no idea uh, what that would be like. And uh, no, we wouldn't win. Well, in a nuclear war, nobody's going to win. On the other hand, don't be really afraid of it because uh, it's not what it seems. I won't say anything more about that right now. To get back to the abortion thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, what do you certain... think? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you, no you, please, please. Well, I mean, it, it, as I said, it is it's certainly uh, been a, um, a major talking point of, of Democrats for many years now. You know, this was like the, I mean, how would you describe it? It's, it's like the, uh, a major bulwark of their, of their supposed uh, compassion. And, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, and it's one of those things, you, you, I know you don't want to get into the philosophy of it, but it's one of those things that on the face of, of it, you say, yes, absolutely. You know, but, and it, but as you point out correctly, Roe versus Wade isn't about, you know, um, denying people access to abortion. It's just saying the federal government has no business interfering. And Which that, it doesn't, and Roe versus Wade was flawed legally. I've read things by even by leftists that said, well, the truth is, though, it was flawed, the way they made that decision, and they really shouldn't have done that. Yeah. yeah. Just my legalistic standpoint. I can't give you yeah. the exact reasons because I'm not a lawyer, but I remember reading, yeah. thinking, oh, yeah, this, this does make sense. It should not have been done that way in any way, shape, or form, besides which that case was based on a lie because the story was that the woman had been raped, and it came out later she wasn't raped at all. They just they lied, basically, just to get yeah. that through. So the yeah. thing was based on a lie. Uh, it Legalistically, it was not done properly. It's not something the Supreme Court should ever have decided. And they're just revoking that. It should have been revoked years ago. But the left that isn't known for differentiating and being fair and honest but they're like the left is like little kids that want their way have you noticed that you know it's like a little child what happens when a little child like four-year-old well i want that toy and the parents will know that cost 500 bucks i'm sorry but i want that toy well, i'm sorry johnny but it costs 500 dollars daddy didn't, i don't care i want that toy that's the left I hate to say it. And I know that people on the left that are reasonable that you can talk to. I'm sure as a leftist, if we, if we had known each other five years ago when you were a leftist, I'm sure we could have had decent conversations because I can with some. But in general, we see this so much, a lack of maturity. Maybe this is why so much more drug use is on the left. Have you noticed that? I mean, if you think of high school, I remember high school, the kids I knew that were, their parents were like on the right side. They were right. They didn't take drugs too much. It was usually the people on the left or those who are just floating through life. Right. And we're, we're in what areas is the drug use just, you know, off the charts, like the inner cities that vote like 95 percent Democrat. Do people ever put these things together? You know, I'm I don't have a, a photographic memory. I'm no Cliff High. I'm no genius like that. But when I things that are important, I remember and I, I'm very good at putting the pieces together. And the typical leftist, it's it's the ant and the grasshopper. 
as I told told you at least once, right? You ask ten people, left and right, uh, who is the, the anti grasshopper? Which one is Republican? Which Democrat? They all say, "Oh, the grasshopper is a Democrat." The answer, Republican. Why? <laughs> Explains everything. Democrats are more, I want to take drugs. The government doesn't have the right to tell me I can't take drugs. I'm going to take drugs. Never mind the fact that they ruin their health. Never mind the fact that, that some a lot of people get addicted and that leads to more crime. It doesn't matter. I just uh, I want my drugs. And they're like little kids, much more than those on the right. I can criticize those on the right as well, but I see much more adult attitude, personal responsibility. Being a decent citizen, following the law, not being violent. January 6th, I mean, that was such a setup that it's half the people there doing violent things were FBI agents, and the great majority had already left by then anyway. Imagine, otherwise, imagine if, if all those Trump supporters were Democrats fighting for their cause, you would have had 100,000 people destroying all of DC. Instead, the 500,000, practically all of them went home. And if those that were left were half of the FBI agents and you know Antifa people <laughs> and the others, the Trump people were being let into the Capitol. I mean, it's so ridiculous. Anybody can believe that whole narrative. Uh, so yeah, the left, I just see them much more as little children. They want what they want and they want it now. And the Supreme Court, bad, bad, bad Trump, bad Putin. Well, let's have let's start war with Putin. It's like little kids, isn't it? That Putin is so bad. We better start a nuclear war with him. It's it's like a little it's like a three year old. Yeah. I just can't fathom it. I mean, ugh. okay, you left us out there. Challenge me to a debate. If anybody's listening, think this person's criticizing unduly the left. I'm gonna destroy him in the debate. Please, I dare you to challenge me. I dare you, and I'll let you talk, and I'll respect you, but I'll take every argument you make and I'll crush it into the dust. Not because I'm some great genius, but because the things you believe in great part are totally ridiculous, and I'm gonna point it out. Maybe that's why nobody's ever accepted a debate challenge with me. Do you think that could be why, Nicolangelo? <laughs> could be. <laughs> you know, I, so I, I like to watch old westerns, like Gunsmoke, for example. Yeah. And you know, there's always some episode with a young 20-year-old who's a, he's practiced drawing his gun, his pistol, shooting it from the day he was born. And he wants to be famous, so he's going to kill Marshall Dillon. So he goes to Dodge City, says, okay, Marshall, let's go out the street. Let's let, I'm going to shoot you dead and Marshall says hey kid I don't even know you. <laughs> you know I've seen at least a couple episodes like this he said I don't care he said why do you want to kill me you know I, I never saw you before in my life are you a criminal no but we're gonna have a fair fight I'm gonna kill you why because I'm gonna prove that I'm the fastest and Marshall says no you really shouldn't do that well what happens what happens oh I hate to give a spoiler they Marshall yeah. has no choice to go out in the street and then Marshall shoots him dead well that's yeah. me in debates it's the same thing <laughs> <laughs> if left to say, let's talk about this. I always warn them when I talk in person. I say, okay, but keep in mind, any the things you go, if you say things are nonsensical, I'm going to destroy your arguments. And if they still get into it, I destroy them. Marshall Dillon, <laughs> and I'm saying this to provoke, just in case somebody's out there. I'm going to show. I'm going to be cleverer than he is. I'm going to show him up that he's wrong. Please give it a try. And I'm not even going to kill you because I'm not a violent person by nature, unless absolutely necessary, but your arguments I'm going to destroy. So there's a message for the public. And if you people out there, people who listen to us usually agree with this mostly anyway. But if you know somebody think, well, David should meet my leftist friend because he's really intelligent, put, put me in touch with him or her. I'll gladly debate anybody on these subjects.
But my crystal ball tells me I won't be getting a lot of offers for that debate. And I wonder why. Well, because maybe a little four-year-old, when the parents say, Johnny, let's sit down and talk about this reasonably. Johnny doesn't do that, does he? He says, no, I won't talk about it. I just want my toy. <laughs> and that's what I see on the left again and again. George Floyd, the police killed one black guy, and that was an accident. And so that justifies destroying cities and even killing people and harming people and destroying businesses and ruining the economy of cities. Yeah, right. That's a tantrum of, of, of hundreds of thousands of children that are, of course, being guided by the, the liars of the evil ones behind it that know the masses are dumb and they just know what buttons to put like this time, the abortion. Get out there and create some violence and, and the sheep do it because they're just waiting to loot the shops anyway, right? All these rioters, and no matter where you have riots, and I know for a fact, it's not that they think, oh my God, George Floyd was killed, to get back to that one. Or, oh my God, the Supreme Court overturned. Do you really think in these areas where they're having the riots? Because uh, I saw some some picture with something burning. You know, I, I guess they're sorry. I didn't look into it anymore. Maybe it's not so widespread. But there was some violence going on. Do you think those people out there rioting are thinking, oh my God, they might overturn Roe versus Wade. Why well, better go out and destroy a few shops? No, they're thinking, oh, another excuse to steal some Nike shoes. That's what they're thinking. Or a new TV set. <laughs> I mean, and the people don't tell the truth about this. They print, oh, no, it's righteous anger because over – ask the average writer, and when was – what is Roe versus Wade? I'll bet the average one in those neighborhoods don't even know what it is. They're saying, oh, they're banning abortion. Well, no, that's not even the case. They're not banning abortion. They're just overturning into the federal centralization of determining abortion is uh, is is illegal, right? They leave up the states. I'm sure the writer don't even know that. There's just somebody above them saying, pushing buttons, saying, first of all, they're minions. Go out and rile up the people. That's what happens in every revolution. Go up and write, and they're riling people. Hey, time for us to get into riot. And the people are saying, yeah, let's go get some shoes and TV sets. That's what's happening. And it's always like that. And the people pretend that it isn't. It, I mean, I've seen this since the Martin Luther King riots, 1968. That's how old I am. It was the same thing back then. Now, that was something, the death of Martin Luther King. And yes, he was assassinated. I'm telling you, I believe it was the deep state that killed him, not just one guy. I haven't looked into it like of the Kennedy things, but I think it was the deep state behind that. And that they get mad about that. Yeah, I can understand why they get mad about that. But that they destroy their own neighborhoods and burn down things and attack and even kill people. There's no justification for that whatsoever. And in so doing, they were slapping Martin Luther King in the face because he was he was following the path of Gandhi, wasn't he now? Peaceful resistance. You get the people together, a march of many hundreds of thousands, and you march towards City Hall peacefully. That's what you do. That was what Martin Luther King did. And by having these riots when he was killed, they were they were stomping on Martin Luther King as message, and they were spitting on his grave. And they should all be ashamed that they did it. And no politician says that. No, they say, well, yes, that was righteous anger. It's disgusting. And Martin Luther King is rolling around in this grave when he sees such animals acting like that. He would not want that, as Gandhi wouldn't want that. Uh, is that tirade a little bit on point, at least? I know I go off on these tirades you know, from here to there, doing the quantum leaps. Yeah, no, <laughs> sure. I think it's absolutely, you're absolutely spot on, you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, too, of course, the terrible irony of this is that, uh, you know, this this protest about um, Roe versus Wade could just as easily be applied to what we've been dealing with for the past 
two years, you know, that uh, we've been dealing with. Well, we've been in this country, we've been dealing with unelected federal agencies that have that have uh, taken. And and this also ties in with what just recently happened with the um, the mass mandates on public transportation here in that we have an unelected federal agency, the CDC, who is that is presumed to tell everybody in the country what to do. And these people have accepted that right they've said oh yes no this is it's perfectly all right for the cdc to tell me you know what i need to do in order to survive but let yeah you know but uh you know they would never um i don't know what, what i'm driving at here you know it's just the idea that there's this um inconsistency in the in the messaging you know and uh we just had this whole thing where that that was vacated by a judge, the, the mask mandate. And again, they're up in the arms because they, they want the government to tell. So actually there's a parallel. It's not really contravening it. it there's actually a yeah. parallel to, to other developments that yeah. um, point to this unpleasantly, you know, uh, socialistic or communistic uh, tendencies that, you know, we see in these. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this. These leftists. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, Socialism is the antechamber of communism, according to Lenin. First, you yeah. move the country towards socialism, and then you do the last step, communism. And everybody's yeah. saying, you know, Biden, leftists, they're all kind. Con- but will you see them more as communists or as fascists? Could you go into that maybe? Uh, oh, that's, a, that, that's, a, that's an area where a lot of people get um, confused. Um, I mean, I think we have, we've, in terms of the, uh, the national debate around censorship, we certainly have a merging of, of, of government and, and corporate interests, right? It's been in the interest of the, again, the fomenters of this COVID fraud and, and the, the mass genocide to keep the truth from people and, and corporations have willingly, um, you know, co- uh, cooperated with them in that regard. So that's certainly a bit fascistic, I would say. Yeah, uh, yeah. But Arguably, I think the ultimate aim is is maybe something more more communist with all of it. You know, um, uh, what's I the mean, difference? What would be the difference? I mean, suppose Hitler had won on the one hand. Let's imagine different realities. Hitler yeah. wins. What's the world look like? Or Stalin takes over the world. What's the world look like? What are the differences well, as you would see it? Well, um, I don't know, again, I'm not as subtle a thinker as you. Uh, well, no, it's, I haven't really thought about that. <laughs> That particular yeah. one in that sense, you know, it's interesting to yeah. think about. Suppose Stalin yeah. won, what would the world look like? And suppose Hitler won. Well, I don't. Uh, well, I think it, Stalin would, would align himself very comfortably with our globalists and help to reduce population in the good old fashioned way without without chicanery. You know, he just killed people. Well, Hitler too, though. He killed the <laughs> Hitler Jews. Too. And I remember yeah. my father saying, well, as a kid, I talked to my father about these things. He knew a lot more than I did, right? Yeah. And he'd say, well, yeah, they say Hitler killed Jews. Yep, true. But, you know, Hitler, of course, a lot of Slavs, they were, in, they were supposed to be yeah, enslaved. They killed, they killed everybody. It but he said it was a question of time until we would get to the Arabs. That were, some were on his side because Hitler was against the Jews. But Arabs are also yeah. Semites. And my father yeah. said, well, they, he would have then, after then it would have been the Arabs. And, of course, blacks, my father said as well, because Hitler saw them as inferior peoples, you know, he yeah, saw well, the Jews but, as inferior peoples that are that are devilishly clever, right? They they yeah. take over the economy, but he saw the blacks as just inferior peoples. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, like uh, Goebbels talking about jazz, you know, jazz music. They called yeah. it nega music, which is kind yeah. of like saying you know Negro music. And so yeah. they really despise the blacks. He would have gotten to wipe out all of Africa. 
Yeah. Let's face it. And then, of course, anybody that said anything against him, he'd wipe out all gays and lesbians. He'd have to kill them, too, because, you know, that that's not wasn't on their side. They had to go to concentration camps as well. And, of course, Stalin would have done similar things. But uh, with the blacks, he just would have enslaved everybody, which basically Hitler would have done, too. The difference could have been that there would be uh, well under Hitler, the people that are left would live a much better life because they'd have a lot more money. You could have private property. Yeah, and yeah, the companies yeah. have to do what the government wants, but the the companies are colluding with the government. But at least you can yeah. buy a nice new car. And you know, under communism, you can't buy anything because nothing's being produced properly. Yeah, well, I mean, unless you're a member of the oligarchy, in which you get, case you could get pretty much anything you want. Uh, yeah, that's true. If you're really yeah. high up, but even if you're just yeah. a functionary and relatively high up, it was difficult to find things because the things weren't being produced there. You know, you might yeah. get a car. Most people couldn't get a car. You get a car, but it's a car with like a what, like those uh, Trabants of East Germany. The yeah, dashboard the, was made out of cardboard. I mean, yeah, really. What was the car with a Lada or something? Some really cheap piece of crap, apparently. All the well, there's one called the Trabant in East Germany. I know because I yeah. sold them back then. Went to East Germany, and it was just uh-huh. a cheap piece of junk. I mean, really. Yeah. But yeah. you were lucky to get one. You might have to wait ten. You, you know, applied for permission to get a car. You have to wait ten years to get one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, so, arguably, I would say that the um, the goal of the of the globalists would be something more on the communistic or. Or you know a, a, a new feudalism where you know they would concentrate all the wealth and and uh, riches of the world, uh, you know, in their own personal fiefs, and everybody else would be on the outside looking in, like the like the peasants. <clears throat> That's probably know, the best. Yeah, you're right. That's probably the best way to describe it, isn't it? Yeah. In any case, yeah. you know, elites and they control everything, and we do what they say, or else. And yeah. maybe it's or else. Even if we do what they say, just because we're too old, or because. Uh, we're, we said the wrong thing, or, or because we've been sick too often, and you know why should they pay for that? Yeah, well, I mean, and they, you know, they're. I mean, I th- the the goal of 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 human enslavement. I mean, they're not really mincing words about it. I mean, you know, they're they're really, <laughs> yeah. you know, it it just seems to be that they're just all too happy to tell the world what they intend to do, and of course, people have the option of believing it or not, you know. But I mean it. <clears throat> <clears throat> Certainly, I would say that you know the, the 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 first decisive step they they took, which hasn't succeeded maybe to the degree that they had hoped, but is still operating, as you and I both are painfully aware. You know, uh, I don't think there's any question. And if you look at the Georgia Guidestones, you say, oh, okay, well, there there's their plan. It's very very simple. It's right there. So you know, um, and those Georgia yeah. Guidestones. Could you explain? What I, yeah, there's yeah. some people have called it the American Stonehenge. It's a, a series of, of massive concrete stones <clears throat> that were erected in a remote part of Georgia. I don't, <clears throat> sorry, I don't remember precisely where. It's like in the northeast corner of Georgia. When we were driving down south last summer, Meredith said, "Let's go look at those." I said, "Oh no, it's way out of our way," so we didn't go. But oh, you did! But what a the, pity! What a yeah, pity! You really should have taken yeah. a bunch of pictures. <clears throat> But the very first, you know, they're like the like the Ten Commandments almost, like right? the Ten Commandments of, the, of globalism. The very first commandment is to reduce the population of the world, which is currently seven billion people, to a mere five hundred million. Right, and then there's yeah. and then you know then there's other rhetoric that's sounds a little more altruistic, but you know is basically you know continuing the program in various means, and. Uh, you know, it's it's monstrous to think that you know somebody would <clears throat> just decide for themselves that they could eliminate 
6.5 billion people and that, you know, uh, that would be perfectly all right. I mean, the simple truth is, you know, we've seen this kind of scenario a great deal with in science fiction. I know you're not a huge fan of speculative fiction, but, but you know, lots of uh, future scenarios have spoken about, you know, planets being controlled by various corporations. Well, we certainly have that to some extent, you know, in the intersection of government and, and, and uh, corporate uh, entities that's occurred in the last couple of years and long before, obviously, or, you know, a bunch of elite, let's call them families, right. Who accumulate vast wealth. And, uh, you know, they have their serfs, right. That who, who basically farm the land or, you know, you know, whatever they do, produce the crops, you know, or, as was that horrible Juval Harari, Noel or whatever his name is, Noah Harari. Yeah, uh, Yuval Noah yeah, Harari. Yes, Yuval Noah Harari has said, "Oh no, we, you know we're going to farm people, right? We're going to farm people for organs and for you know, uh, well, adrenochrome or I mean, whatever, you know." So I mean, you know, these things are are monstrous, and uh, <clears throat> I don't think there's any question that's what these people would like. <clears throat> and uh, I don't know how that's. Yeah, they, they make it pretty about. plain, and so many people still haven't picked up on it because mm-hmm. they they have better things to do, like put up pictures of themselves in bikinis or whatever in Facebook, and uh, yeah, or uh, riot because you know Roe versus Wade, or riot yeah. because of Roe versus who who was it again? Oh, that's right, Wade. <clears throat> so let's go out and start a, a, a riot here. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean that's a small yeah. group, but I'm sure they're being. Uh, pushed along the path by Antifa people and everything. I mean, that's that's planned. That's very yeah. obvious. And, and it's a distract from, here, from 2,000 mules. It's a 2,000 mules. Yeah, oh. I would definitely agree with that. And uh, because that's, that's a bombshell, that movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I've read a number of reviews. Yeah, people say, oh, my God. It's, it's like it's yeah. so clear there was fraud and it's so well proven. And that's what yeah. they don't want people to be focusing on now. Yeah. And so whenever I see anything, I'm going to put, yeah, well, just consider the 2,000 mules or, hey, 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 Russia might attack us. Say, yeah, maybe we need some animals to help us. Hey, let's get those 2,000 mules. 2,000 mules, maybe yeah. The, yeah. You can, put, you can yeah. weave that into any conversation, 2,000 <laughs> mules. So people think, what's that? Say, just look it up. Which of the mules is? And look into that there. If yeah, how do you bring up? A- a ton of drugs over the border. Oh, you use two thousand mules. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, that's yeah. I guess that's where it comes from, right? I don't know what. The, I, I guess. Yeah, I think I it, do, I think it does. I think it does. Yeah, I think it you're does, bringing the yeah. children over the. I uh, know. Excuse yeah. me, with the election fraud, bringing you know, yeah. have these mules taking boats here and there. I guess that's what it refers to. Yeah, but yeah. I think with so. the with the traffic drug trafficking, you use mules, right? <laughs> yeah, with human absolutely. Trafficking, you use mules also. We're here with the fraud. They're also mules. Maybe some yeah. are the same people. Right, so yeah. criminals yeah. anyway. So you pay them whatever, a few thousand bucks, yeah. and they'll do whatever you want. Yeah, sure. I mean, I want to see yeah. that movie, but I'm not in America, and they, you know, the cinema of, to bring it to Japan will be in Japanese. I have to wait till I can get it or see it through some other means. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll maybe I can find a way to to get it to you. I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah, I mean that's one that's a must see, and when Sound of Freedom comes out. Uh, that's going to be that's going to be really something and mark my words I I believe that's going to come out about when things are really you know when big revelations are going to be made yeah but as you as you pointed out though I mean RFK Jr.'s book on Fauci it's been on the bestsellers for for months and yet it's like it it's like it doesn't exist so are they going to be the similarly successful with 2000 mules I I 
Well, you say that it doesn't exist. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Because you don't see it in the media or anything. It's just, oh, well, that yeah. happened, that book. I, I read a chapter of that book. I've not finished it yet last night. Yeah. And, it, you know, the footnotes at the end of the chapter were more pages than the chapter itself. Yeah. It looked to me. It, it, I had that impression. It was like page after page, like hundreds of footnotes. That's the best documented book I've ever seen. But I'd yeah. read that uh, Kennedy wanted to uh, back up every single thing he said. So left would say, oh, look, this is not true. This is not true. So every single thing he would uh, give his sources and oh, yeah. evidence. Well, this I mean, is a masterpiece. Ba- this book's a masterpiece, really. Yeah. I mean, he's basically, I mean, again, he might as well not have existed as far as major media was. I remember when he did that interview on Carlson. Was it Carlson? Yeah, it was Carlson. Or no, the Del Bigtree, I think it was. Yeah. And he said, you know, this is the first interview I've done. On, and I think it must have been Carlson. This is the first interview I've done on any major network or whatever in in 15 years 20 i mean some ridiculous amount of time because you know they just want to pretend he doesn't exist you know it's interesting too tucker carlson would have him i think it was tucker carlson i didn't see it though i think my wife mentioned it Uh, so in other words they want people to get his book and read it yeah and i'm telling you if it's a bestseller people are getting reading it but remember the phenomenon of 2016 uh, these people that was, oh, no, I'm not going to vote for Trump. But then they did anyway. And as many more 2016, 2020 as well. Right. People, yeah. people that are in the center, they don't want a lot of violence, a lot of fights. They just want to they just they want fairness and justice. They want to be able to vote in private. They don't want to go out and riot for anything. They're just not like that. And so they by they avoid strife. By saying, oh, which I don't know, vote. maybe I will vote for Hillary, maybe we'll vote for Biden. And then they go vote for Trump and they knew it all along. Yeah. And well, so with this same. book as well, they read this book and they go, oh my God, that Fauci is a total rat. But if I say it, then my, my brother-in-law is going to fight with me and next me, oh, I better just not mention it. I think the same phenomenon there. And I yeah. tell these people, hey, you have to come out and stand up and, and argue, enlighten people, fight any way that's – well, I don't mean physically, but if that's necessary, we have to defend yourself. But you have to do that. The time has come. We must stand up. Uh, I'm not one to be there at a dinner table at Thanksgiving. Well, I live in Japan anyway. But if I went back to America, everybody's there. I think, well, maybe you should about vaccines. But I don't want to do it because my sister might get offended. No, this is about life and death. This is no time to chicken out and think, well, just to keep an apparent harmony here. No, 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 no. You talk about what must be talked about no matter what the consequences. Because this is war. It's propaganda for warfare, psychological warfare. Uh, the, the truths that are out there are horrendous. And so many people don't even see them. And we must make them clear to people. I mean, it's like it was the same thing with the with the masks. You know, I mean, the minute that those announcements were made on planes, you know, and all these places, people just took the damn things off. And you think now, and you, I think you pointed it out. You know, when we talked about it, why wouldn't they do it before? You know, it's just that yeah. they're so they're so afraid of people judging them or whatever. You know, uh, I was having a having lunch with um, Elliot and this this guy he wanted me to meet. And he said, oh, I saw this kid on the subway and he's ripping down the signs and defacing them. I said, oh, he's a kid after my own heart. I said, that's that's <laughs> what I did. That's what I did in my neighborhood for, for you know, a year and a half. But, you know, and but the thing is... But it depends on what signs he's defacing and how. I oh, mean, the, just, the, just the mask signs. Just the oh, mask the mask signs. signs. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I remember I, I saw agree. a video of... of 
of Piers Morgan uh, in the UK on a subway with a with a colleague, and they were just tearing down the, the mass signs in the in the tube in London. You know, yeah. and uh, I thought, wow, he's got guts. You know that guy. Um, but uh, but you know they're now announcing, oh, the cases are going up in New York now again, and oh, we've just we've just discovered this new South these new South African variants, and yeah. oh, and and let's not forget about the bird flu now. You know we've got bird flu and. Texas or something, one person supposedly, and uh, you know, and I just, I'm just waiting to see him say, okay, now what are these people going to do? Are they just going to run right back into the herd with the rest of the sheeple, or are they going to stand up for themselves and say, okay, you know, two years in this, I've had enough. I don't care what you throw at me. I'm not going to pay any attention to it. You know, um, of course, that's yeah. what you, that's what you don't know. You know, I mean, and it's it's a it's amazing to me. You know that that we could clearly see with the with the the mask mandate being vacated by this Trump you know appointed judge that yeah. people hated the damn things and yet they wore them and yeah, yet they it? yeah I mean they and yet they still wear them you know and there's no logic well, okay I, I, some, some people are so hypnotized they think well I want to because I'm safer and yet I'm sure there's some people out there and this is a message that should be spread far and wide I'm sure yeah. that a, a significant number I don't mean just one or two I mean I don't know what percentage but a significant number out there people wearing masks are wearing masks because really they're pretty ugly these people yeah. <laughs> and so they finally found a way to hide their ugliness by wearing them as you all your mask wearers out there we know what you're hiding and it's ugliness yeah. and we understand yeah. you so if you yeah. wear masks to the day you drop dead of whatever whenever you know whether it's covid yeah, or vaccines in quotes yeah. or nuclear war with yeah. russia or yeah. just a pleasant old age when whenever you when you drop dead we don't care if you even want to wear that mask to the grave because we don't no, want to see your ugly face. <laughs> and you know, with that one statement, we put that out there enough, Michelangelo, and yeah. half the women that wear masks are going to rip them off immediately. Oh, I've read testimony from some of them that say, oh, gee, I'm so, I don't have to wear makeup when I go out. I can just wear my mask. And right, yeah. But you I suggest mean, you're wearing it because you're really ugly. And you know, in, scientific evidence that masks aren't necessarily, they don't help, et cetera, and COVID is not such a danger, that's not going to convince them. But if they think, yeah. oh, my God, people might think I'm ugly, those masks are going to go in no time. So that's a good message <laughs> to put out there. Is it manipulation right, well, of the masses? Yes, of course it absolutely, is. Absolutely. But somehow you have to wake these fools up. I mean, one yeah. way or the other. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you mask people. We know your secret, and we pity you that you're so hideously ugly if we're a mask. Uh, but you know, I'm not going to wear mine. Uh, and you know, I, not that I look like you know Clark Gable, whoever you consider attractive. I don't know. Uh, but well, I have you know, my handlebar no, no, mustache. No. You'll never get me to wear one of the damn things. So oh, there you go. Yeah. There on the go. on the on the vanity front, you know. Is but, that mustache? Uh, is that real? Or you just paste it on for effect? No, no, no. It's it's real. It's a real mustache. You know, yeah, when yeah. I was 21, I looked like Jesus Christ. I had long <laughs> hair and a beard yeah, and yeah. a mustache. I look at the picture and think, my God, I look like I could have played Jesus Christ. Actually. Yeah, I did too. I, I grew my first beard when I was beard and mustache when I was 17. Yeah, of course, at that age, I was an atheist, so I guess I wouldn't have been a good Jesus Christ. I changed since then, but you know, nonetheless, yeah, yeah, <laughs> an yeah, atheist but, Jesus. Now, I don't think that goes over too well. Yeah. Well, Jim Caviezel is a practicing Catholic, really conservative Catholic. So yeah, he's he's better for Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was interesting for me to. And I, I know you and I talked about this before, but it was interesting for me to to see that Mel Gibson was also seems a, a staunch Catholic because he was. Oh yeah, done it for years. Yeah. 
yeah, I saw a video where he was decrying what was going on in with the uh, you know the the bishops in Rome or something. To that well, yeah, he belongs to a group though. I, I think it's I, I forget what's it's like an offshoot of the Catholic Church where they actually say the Mass in Latin still that was prohibited by the Pope years ago, right? Oh wow, yeah. Uh, and where they have a different Pope or something or some kind. What was it? I think it came from France. This movement, I'm not sure though, that somebody oh. else was declared the Pope for this movement because they said we're not going to make this change of no more Latin and you have to yeah. sing folk songs and Mass. And I think, I'm not sure, but I think Mel Gibson belongs to that group. So, yes, they practice traditional Catholic rituals. So, they're the. Well, they're even more. Should I say real I mean, Catholics? I don't, I don't know. In a it's sense, like no, the Babylonian. Yes, like, I don't know. It's like the Babylonian captivity. You have the Pope in Rome and you have the Pope in. in it was in Avignon, of course, at the. That right. Time well, there were three at one point. It was the third one. Was he also in France? Or? Uh, yeah, There's, I can't remember. That, I think but. there were three at one point. <laughs> I have to look, yeah. look that up again. Uh, yeah, because yeah, the present pope is uh, has always been a fake. I yeah. mean, he's a priest and everything, but he's an agent of the deep state. And we talked about that. How the, the I think one episode, didn't we? I know I uh, did. Uh, we may have touched on it. Yeah. I yeah. Know. How the uh, I did. Yeah, talking alone. How the yeah. Benedict Sixteenth was forced out of office. The evidence. Oh is yeah, clear. no, we did talk about that. Yeah. The evidence yeah. is clear. So that and that's how long they've been planning what we're seeing today. That's and, yeah. and beyond that, I was 2013, right? Yeah. So uh, talking about nine years ago, they they knew that if the day comes when they have to kill people with vaccines or they want to, if the Pope, because they have really good you know secret service and intelligence agency, if the Pope is a good guy and comes out and says people don't take these vaccines, they're meant to kill you, then suddenly hundreds of millions of people aren't going to take them, and you can't yeah. have that. So what do you do? Years before you have to substitute the Pope, yeah, and they yeah, got right. this. Uh, this I don't know what they call this character. I mean, yes, he is yeah. a priest. I've yeah, never seen sure. anything. He's become a priest and a bishop and a cardinal, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but he's a total deep state plant. Maybe from the beginning. Maybe Probably. from the time before he was a priest. Even who know, you know? I don't know how far back this goes, but yep. it goes back. Uh, I'd say at least well since he was a cardinal at the very least, and no doubt yeah. he was with those people before that. And I'm sure yeah. they had other people too. Yeah. Because that's what sure. you do. You infiltrate. You infiltrate sure. years before. Yeah. Uh, yep. That's what the communists are, are experts in infiltration. The Nazis were too. Yeah. And the CIA is too. I mean, yeah. One group learns well, from the so, other. One evil group learns from another evil group. Yeah. Well, so to circle back around to our general topic, then what we're what Thank we're you. seeing here is this idea that. These distractions, like this phony war in Ukraine. I mean, every time I turn around, I see more evidence that it's just completely bogus. But what do they do to, why do they launch it? Why do they give it their sanctions? So it will distract people from the fact that the COVID narrative just suddenly fractured, you know, and uh, and they also want people to forget the enormity of what's been done with to them for two years, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, the the irony. I'm sure I pointed out to you, but the irony that people who wouldn't stand up for themselves for two years are suddenly cheering on the the brave Ukrainian freedom fighters. Oh, they're, oh they're, my god! I'm so I I feel so for the poor people of Ukraine. In the meantime, businesses in my community have been shuttered, and half of them are gone. And you know, I can't ride the freaking bus without wearing a muzzle, but yay, Ukraine. You know, I mean, it's just like, <laughs> and now it's the same thing with this Roe versus Wade distraction. You're, you're pointing out very correctly that it's, you know, to keep attention away from uh, this bombshell of a movie that just came out. 2,000 mules, people. 
2,000 mules. 2,000 mules, mules can't be wrong. <laughs> That's well put. Two thousand mules can't be wrong. And after all, I, I, that's a movie Democrats might a lot of Democrats won't want to see, right? No, of course. But not. let me ask you this: Democrats, mules? Well, of course you have to see it. Yeah, that's right. Two thousand mules, right? Uh, you, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a movie about mules. Go, go watch it, and yeah. see what you think then. Yeah, that's right. I mean, if it was 2,000 elephants, well, that would be something else, right? Right. Just, well, that'd be scarier. <laughs> but let's see if we can't get these 2,000 mules to stampede all across America, because I think they just might. It's going in that direction. Yeah, well, it's, that, it's been amazing to me. Uh, you know, maybe you're at a little bit more of a remove there, but it's amazing to me how stories have propped up in the alternative media, things like Epic Times and Gateway Pundit and sites like that, you know, like on a weekly basis about, oh, yeah, we discovered X number of ballots that were, you know, <laughs> fraudulent here. Oh, and we discovered, you know, and then the state legislature or whoever says, oh, no, we're not going to investigate, you know, and it's like, really? I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, it's clear that chicanery yeah. on an order of magnitude that just Beggars, the imagination went on, well, and as I you do, so yes. as you so correctly pointed out, all you would have to do, do is look at the demographics for the two candidates <laughs> and know that there's simply no way. Right that, there, how dumb <laughs> can know? people be? It is so clear that a person with yeah. 38 people in his speeches is not going to not just win, but win with a a, a huge amount 80 81 million votes. Even Obama yeah. only got 68 million at his peak. No yeah. candidate with 38 people. Remember how many people Obama would get? He went to Germany, yeah. tossed it at 50,000 people in a stadium in Germany. Yeah. And there were thousands, thousands of people in, in 2008, right? First yeah, time he yeah. ran. And Biden yeah. gets 38 people. And we're supposed to believe he got 12 million more votes than Obama. How stupid do you have to be to believe that? And the answer yeah. to that is they say, well, it's just that so many people hated Trump so much. Yeah, but meanwhile, Trump's getting over 13,000. I mean, it's just so stupid. Yeah, where did uh, they... this where did they get those people to vote for Biden? And they bust them in from someplace else. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, where and, and, oh, eighty, <laughs> almost eighty-one million people, a yeah. total record. The Trump got supposedly seventy-four to seventy-five million. Actually, yeah. probably got ninety million. Yeah. And when the real numbers come out, and I believe they will, he got many more. However, to explain all these things, like yeah, that you see, oh, election, yeah. In in some state, like you said, they discovered this or that, and yeah, it's going to go to court. Let's well, see I watch, what happens. I watched the videos of being uh, people being turned away from from voting places. They weren't permitted to vote, or you know, they were. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And you know, yeah, well, it we, happened, we should it do a show about that and talk about sure. all the evidence because it's been so clear. Uh, yeah. But all these articles about every once in a while, I see some article, and then still yeah. justice isn't done. Let me tell you. And oh, before no. we talk today, we talked about that. You know what my theory yeah. is, what's really going on. I won't get into it today, but my theory yeah. explains that too. Okay. Because with everything, think of the effect. Trump supporters read yet again, oh, look, in this state they're investigating. Oh, yeah, but nothing's being done. Oh, well, maybe next year, you know, whatever. Once again, yeah. frustration. What's the effect? It's more frustration people and more people thinking this has to stop. This has to stop. This has to stop. And meanwhile, yeah. Democrats, a lot of them have woken up and realized of election fraud, and they're thinking, yeah, this isn't fair. This isn't fair. Hey, this isn't fair. That's yeah. the effect, and that's why this is happening. So let's yeah. not expect some big article about, now it's proven election fraud. No, no, it's not going to happen. It's going to be everything that's being done today, from that, from that 
to the Ukraine trip of Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff to, yeah. to practically anything imagined. It's being done for a purpose. And I won't say exactly what's really happening you know, to the people. I'm not going to say it yet. But think always of the effect it has when you read those things. Yep. Even if you're a leftist Antifa person, oh, look, let's go out and start writing. Well, that's also, that's the other side doing things for effect. Yeah. But then once again, if they go out and riot, what happens is the average American, whether Democrat Republicans just think, oh, that's good. They're going out burning things down because Roe versus Wade. I don't think so. Yeah, no, I don't it's think more so. people going over to the other side thinking, oh, this is getting too extreme. And it's no coincidence that everything that's happening for well over a year is pushing people over to the well to the center. I won't say yep. right. I'll say to the center away yep. from the fanaticism. That's no coincidence. Sometime we're going to get into that and really deeply the seven layers of reality, we'll call it. I told you I told you about that already before. We, yep. I don't want to reveal it yet to the public. I, the few people who listen to us, let them try to think this through, put all the pieces together. If they can, it's a detective test. If you can see everything that's happened, well, from what we know, and you can put it together in such a way that everything is explained by one theory, then you will arrive at exactly the same theory that I have. That's a little teaser for all you would-be Sherlock Holmes out there. And uh, this this demands, I would say demands, I was going to say requires, demands a series of of talks that we can have. I can talk alone about this, talk with you about this, because this is really big, because believe me, you know how you see in ads, uh, you know, what, what Big Pharma doesn't want you to know, yep. or what your beautician doesn't want you to know, or what this person, and you know, it's a, a clickbait, because naturally people think, oh, somebody don't want me to know, well, I want to know that. It's, so, it's such a stupid trick. Whenever I see that, I think, that's right. I don't want to know it either. It's fine. I, I don't want to know it. <laughs> but here I can say in total honesty, this is something that neither side wants you to know. And especially the, the Trump side, they especially don't want you to know this. And that's why I'm going to have to talk about it. Because when the big changes come, they're not going to tell us this. They cannot tell us this. But there should be at least one person out there in the world, at least one who is telling what almost certainly is the truth. And that's what I'm going to tell people, even though, I don't know, maybe then I'll get a call from somebody in the lot, like General Flynn will call and say, David, uh, you know, you really can't be talking about this <laughs> because it's true. So don't talk about this uh, because this is big, what I'm going to say to people. And for all the few listeners we have, I say this because I want, want you to get your friends in on my channel too. Uh, uh, one of the things we want to do, Michelangelo and I, is get more people to listen to this path of Socrates, because I think it deserves many more listeners than it has. And I'm not saying this because of a huge ego. I'm realistic. I'm no Joe Rogan. I'm no Larry King. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm well aware of that fact. But the way we go deeply into things, not many out there are doing that. And when I, I will even say reveal what I 99% believe is really going on, this is going to shock a lot of people. And a lot of people who know on the Trump side don't want this to be talked about. So now if you're on the left and you want to know what Trump's biggest lie is, you always say Trump's big lie, election fraud. No, no, no. He was, it's, it's the truth. There's election fraud. But there's a bigger lie out there and they're never going to clear this up for us. They can't. But this channel is only for those people who want to get closer to the truth. And I think I'm on the right path there. So this is just a teaser. 
But look at everything that's happened. Everything is happening now, whether it's this abortion, it can all be explained by one theory. And as, as you scientists out there know, if there's something you can't explain scientifically, you make different theories. Different people make different theories. But if there's one theory that explains all the phenomena connected to that, that thing you're studying, then that's most likely the true uh, answer. It's most likely the true explanation. Occam's razor. That's, uh, yes, that's part of Occam's razor, I believe. Yeah. I'm not saying, you know, most people think of the simplest explanation as true. For me, it's yeah. not really a simple explanation. I can't say that. Although ultimately yeah. it is because the truth is almost always very simple. So in one sense, yes, but it's not one that, you know, Occam said, he didn't say the simplest uh, explanation is the, is the true That's one. an oversimplification. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What he said was start with the simplest explanation because if that satisfies all the requirements, you don't have to waste time looking more complicated ones. But That's this is a simple relatively simple explanation that I have that nobody would have thought of at the beginning. So you couldn't do that. We had to go through, go down one rabbit hole after the other and make things complicated. Uh, although I've had this theory i started it last march in 2021 because things didn't add up and then april may it became firmer and firmer and everything i've seen confirms my theory everything i've seen so for you people out there do stay tuned to our channel because i'm going to be telling you things that neither side really wants you to know and i'm not saying that for clickbait it's it's just really true that neither side would if i'm right on this nobody wants you to know this but i don't care because I'm on the path of Socrates in my entire life, I just look for the truth. And if it doesn't please some people, I don't give a damn. If it's about religion, if I criticize a religion, I don't care. I'm looking for the truth because I'm a religious person in a sense. I believe in spirituality. I, I well, like you, Michelangelo was raised Catholic. Then I became an atheist. I became an atheist for years. But then I saw some, some things didn't add up there, and so I find, found my way back not to the Catholic Church but to spirituality and to some much deeper things. And if somebody comes along and proves to me, for example, the reincarnation cannot be and is not, I'll accept it if he has proof. But that can't be just the opposite. There's a lot of evidence for reincarnation. That's why I believe in it. I follow the evidence, and I always have, and I have an open mind. So, yeah, now that I said I'm going to reveal this, because I've been putting this off, I think the Alliance, not that they care about me because I have so few listeners anyway, right? But if I had 100,000 listeners and I talked about this, I would get some calls, you know, from the Secretary of General Flynn or whoever saying, David, uh, you can't talk about this. I'm, I'm like 99% sure of that. So what I'm going to say is going to be big. It's going, it's going to be bigger than it's going to be bigger than 107. He knows much more than I do about it because he knows people behind the scenes. But he's not telling the whole truth. And he knows this. What I'm going to say, he knows that well. But he can't say it because to say it would be to wake people up to that, hey, well, I won't go into it anymore, but we'll see. Should I do that? Maybe I should wait longer and simply not say it. I don't know. You know what it is, Michelangelo. Do you think I should talk about these things? I don't, yeah, why not? I don't know. Why not? Yeah. Well, why not? Because it might be th – <laughs> uh, how can I put it? When you're in a war – for example, World War II, then American patriotism is has to be you know, ramped up all the way, right? Yeah. And anti-Germanism. You can't say things like, well, okay, the Nazis are bad, but there are a lot of good Germans. No, you couldn't say things like that. 
you couldn't say, well, the Japanese people, yes, there are a lot of fanatics, but a lot of Japanese are good, these people, you don't say things like, it's true, but it's time of war. And you know the masses are dumb, so you have to exaggerate. Those Japanese, they're, they're like little monkeys, right? That's what we're saying during World War II, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, propaganda. They would, yeah. yeah, propaganda. You depict them as uh, the Germans as demonic Huns, and the Japanese were like little monkeys. You exaggerate because you're in war, because you know that's the way to get your people really riled up so they want to fight. Because that to win a war, you have to fight. And what I'm going to reveal could have the effect on some people – well, I'm not going to be on the Trump side or any side because they're, they're lying to us. It could. And so I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't say it. On the other hand, we see my dilemma here. <laughs> you see my problem. On the other hand, I just it's a path to Socrates. I want to analyze things and try to get closer to the truth. Yep. So I think I will start talking about it. Uh I, it won't be a problem unless suddenly we get thousands and thousands of people listening to us and then, you know, tweeting that out all over the place. Then I could have a problem. But I'm not going to have a problem so much with the left or a problem with the right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, I mean, the <laughs> argument that you've advanced without wanting to steal your thunder, it, all one would have to do would be look at at what's going on in D.C. to, re- to, yes. re- to, yes. to, to realize that, you know, it can't be what we're being told. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, and again, I've, as, as you and I pointed out, you know, we've seen videos of anomalous things. We've seen things that simply don't make sense, that, that couldn't possibly be um, indicative of a, you know, the type of thing you're discussing. You know, so, I mean, it's not. Uh, yeah, so people out there, look at everything that's happened, all piece of information, put it all together, see if you can form a theory that would explain all of that. If you can't, you're probably in the wrong track. If you can, you'll probably come up with exactly what I came up with. Yep. Now that's that's a good teaser, isn't it? Like throwing a yeah, yeah. out there or something. Tune in next time, maybe. Or tune maybe in the next time, time for the big revelations. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I guess you know it's an hour or seventeen minutes I'm seeing here. So most yeah. people even listen to us didn't hear this part because they probably turn us off after half hour, an hour. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. We're talking to ourselves here, but who cares? And anybody listening, they're just like listening in at the door. You know, they have their ear up against the door with the glass, yeah. you know, that, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as you so correctly pointed out, you cannot take anything you see at this point at face value. We've touched on that nope. a couple of different ways. We've talked about the, the, the distractions that have been put in front of people and uh, that, that you know, despite the distractions, you know the the agenda continues to want to move forward, and anybody who isn't aware of that really should be, you yep. know, um, and you know, leaving beside. And of course, as I said, this this thing with Roe versus Wade—it's just yet another distraction. Yep, you're right. Uh-huh. That sums it up very well, and it's a good yeah. ending for this. Uh, yeah. Say a few words of goodbye, Michelangelo. Sure. Well. Dear friends, once again, thank you for joining my my colleague and friend David in his far-flung location in Nippon and me as we ruminate on the the great mysteries of what's happening in the world today and we examine all these various things, asking those penetrating questions about what's really going on. You know, this is the essence of our journey on the path of Socrates. So well said. Thank you, Michelangelo. (laughs) Bye. Until next time, people. (laughs) Bye now. Okay. Ciao for now, buddy.